0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. There
1: once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said.
2: Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table.
1: Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo!
2: Ya, yo, ya, yo, folks. Welcome to the latest and the greatest from the Yonko table. That is the voice of Grandmaster Hoop coming to you from the backs of uh, the fleet of Driftmark, the greatest fleet in the Seven Kingdoms because i represent in house Valarian. uh it's the yonko table (laughs) we're covering house of the dragon episode eight promptly titled the lord of the tides that's right folks we're back to talk about house of the dragon and boy oh boy did they give us an episode last night with me as always is fellow yonko dr jace attorney dr jace attorney what matters to you, the history books, or the blood?
1: From whose perspective, uh, a Valarian, Coralus? or, or, I don't know who else is there. Um, Vayman, you could just say <laughs> Vayman. Vayman, Vayman, you're right. Vayman has the opposite perspective. Um, Vayman's got a point, man. Vayman's tired of these games. That's his whole shtick in this episode. He's willing to call out uh, shit like right there in front of everyone's face. It's like, I don't care, man. I- I- I'm not doing this. And he paid the ultimate price for it. But I think he'll be remembered for willing to <laughs> stick it to those Targaryens. Uh, he-, he wanted to say what no one was willing to say to their face. And for better or worse, I he, he died a prideful man. Um, funny enough, I think it's the, uh, the after credits or the inside look after the episode, uh, the actor that plays, uh, he, he made it a point to emphasize, notice how he, he got me when my back was turned notice (laughs) he could never, (laughs) but I think this episode was fantastic. Uh, multiple great moments and I'm excited to talk about it.
2: Rightfully so, rightfully so. And we are not alone on our journey tonight to talk about the dramatic irony here in the Lord of the Tides. We have some supernovas joining us. I'm sure they have much to say on the topic. Let's hear who will be joining us tonight here at the table.
3: It's the one, the only, Nino Desplazado.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Rica from the Yonko Table and you're not watching Disney Channel.
2: All right, let's get into this. I mean, that's what it is, folks. It's the history books versus the bloodline, and I think that definitely sets up this episode. Great. This is just a great episode. I don't know. Uh, I would like to now just dub this show "Family Feud." That's all this is. Uh, we got the we got the we got the Targaryens on our right. And we got some Targaryens on our left with House Valarian in the high towers. Give me, give me Allison. Give me Rhaenyra. <laughs> That's what it is, folks. It's just a freaking back and forth Monk's family. Uh, Mary J. Blige, Family Affair. That was about this. This is what it is. Are, are y'all feeling similar about the greatness of this episode, Dr. Rika Nino Desplazado?
3: Yeah, I think so. This episode really. We I thought last week was a great episode. You know, give or take some um, scenes I couldn't see, but this episode I was like, oh, you keep you keep putting it up. you keep putting it up there. So I'm I'm really happy. Like especially since it's it seems that I was worried that the season would take a downturn, especially with a whole new cast, and or maybe once they introduced the new cast, the rest of seeing them. Wouldn't be as high. They, this show proved that they the best was still coming. I'm excited to see what's what's going to happen going forward.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I this probably had I imagine we will get to it. Probably had one of my favorite moments of the season thus far. Um, and yes, I think it had everything that makes Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, the family infighting and the the, the quick wittedness and desperation and plotting behind backs and violence that you don't <sighs> expect. And, you know, all, all the various things I think that are connected to the show seem to, to come out uh, in this episode. And I think it all came together in a way that it pulled me in definitely. So.
3: And you know what? I'll even say something I'll even say something contrary, but also agreeing with you. I think this episode has finally proved to me that this show is more than Game of Thrones Part 2. I think it's a totally, I think this is the episode that proved to me that this is completely something different. That -hmm. we're dealing with something different and I'm okay with that and I can move forward with that.
0: I I I like that point too. That you have the elements that make it familiar but it can stand on its own. You have these characters that Yeah, really stand out as i don't i think we've said it across i think the show's trying to do it's like it's best to get us to root for for maybe one side but at the same time lots of folks are really sketchy and so it makes for some interesting watching
1: it definitely does uh i think this episode really emphasizes why house of the dragon can stand on its own away from you know the original game of thrones just because all we really have here is just one family uh split off from like you know one's an uncle the other one's a nephew's cousin um stepfather is also your brother it's it's a mess it's a mess it's a mess that we like but I think it's just so interesting where compared to the original game of thrones you had all these different factions spread across like all of um westeros um you had some people to the north some people on the wall some people at king's landing and eventually all these stories would have um converged on each other but for house of the dragon is really just uh one family tree bickering amongst each other but it's still good it's still really good um I think and obviously it came to a boiling point uh, this week in this week's episode. So, yeah, House of the Dragon. I'm here for it. I'm surprised we have two episodes left. Honestly, Um, I thought we would only get eight. Got ten.
2: Got ten, man. They said we're never going back to a short order season again after the follies of seven and eight. But yeah, you know, it's all the elements that make Game of Thrones great spread amongst this one family. So that makes it very interesting to watch. Uh, everybody like represents a different faction, as you said, of Game of Thrones, but it's just all in one family. And it's so toxic, and it's so juicy, and it's so messy. It's just so engaging. Um, ambition who has brought down on us calamity after calamity. It really seems things have just continuously have gotten worse. Uh for this one family and its many factions uh and yeah people are fed up vaymon vaymon the second son of driftmark is pissed and he ain't with it he wants to be the ruler of driftmark it's his blood right and that is the beauty of game of thrones he is completely in the right he's a dick but he's right and it it's like i i don't i'm not rooting for Veyman at all but he is absolutely right um I, and i feel for him uh, i i found i got y'all some quotes uh you rather see our bloodline snuffed out supplanted by the pups of house strong i feel you man i feel you that sucks your brother's on Death's Door and your birthright, which should be yours, which is a common theme throughout this series uh, series, as in House of the Dragon, just kind of birthright, succession, choice. They should call, don't call this Game of Thrones Part 2, call this Succession, uh, the other hit HBO show. Um, that's what you could call this. It's, um, it's
3: funny because these events are apparently... Uh, based on the British succession. So
2: you're halfway there. Oh, look at that. Lovely. And uh, I was
0: going to say, you were talking about how there's this common theme of like birthright. I think a lot of what was happening in this episode reminded me of like the Baratheons and what we saw with Stannis and um, what he frequently stood for uh, during his time on the original series. yeah, know, uh, uh, those connections.
2: Yes, very much so. Uh, Baratheon is a good comparison. Renly, just stepping over his brother and saying, I should be king. You know? Uh, again, it's all great. It's all here too. And it, and it works. Vayman is in the right. Is anybody here team Vayman? Like, do you ever find yourself just being like, you got it, dude. You should be the Lord of the Tides.
1: I mean, I guess in this scenario, yeah. He's he's not wrong. Those aren't Corliss's grandbabies. And everyone knows it. But then you get Corliss, you know, reiterating from uh, last week's episode. Uh, it's not about bloodline. It's about name. I want the name Vel- I don't care if those aren't my uh, grandkids. I want the name Velaryon to carry on uh, to potentially be either uh, ruling- ruler of Driftmark or ruler on the Iron Throne. But that name needs to be powerful because my own son, Laenor, uh supposedly birthed those kids. But he did it. He did it. And Coralus knows this. And is not having it. <laughs> Maven disagrees with Coralus completely. And he, he makes it a point to bring it up to Rhaenys in the beginning of the episode saying, listen, <laughs> you and I both know your husband and my brother are full of shit. <laughs> but for the love of God, do not give that throne to those kids because they're not ours. They're not related to us in any way. Um, or at least the... The Valarians. they are not related to Valarian. I guess they're technically related. They're, tar- they're tar- Targaryen. Yeah, they technically are. Um, but uh, veyman has got a point. I don't blame Vayman for being pissed because their his his literal uh, bloodline is going to be snuffed out. Should um, uh, who, who was it? Luke Harris or...
2: Lu- Lucaris or Luceris, Yeah.
1: Luceris. Luceris was the one that was going to inherit Driftmark. If he inherits Driftmark, it's over. Valarians are no more. And actually I mean, were there were there Valarians in um Game of Thrones?
2: So yeah. I point I pointed this cuz I'm reading Clash of Kings right now. Valarians are around. I do not think they're at the height of their power like they are here. Like Okay. Right. I think if you talk about right now the biggest like in the current main Game of Thrones timeline, I believe the biggest fleet probably goes to the iron islands i guess i don't know uh oh like the the gray joys like, yeah the gray joys right okay valarian's for, for rule of sea i don't think that's so. no longer a thing during the war okay. of the five kings no i don't think that they're even a factor that's how the history they are being they are literally being written out of history
0: wow. same with the high towers
2: same with the high towers right hardly mentioned at all
1: but they are mentioned in they Clash are. of Kings. Okay.
2: Well, I know I know Valarians were mentioning Clash of Kings. Okay. Um, because their their land is still relatively closer to Dragonstone uh to the east. Um so uh, Stannis was trying to rally Valarians to his side. Okay. But they were they were considered a small house. Right. Like they're not they're not as great as they used to be. So
0: I mean, if I we think, see I think Oh, go go ahead, ahead. go
2: ahead. No, no, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, I think the the interesting part of being able to watch something like this that happens in the past compared to the original timeline that we'd seen for so many years is um, that we get to have that comparison of where folks were throughout history and how things have shifted uh, because I think the big players within this show are no longer big players when we we get to the the original series. So you have the Lannisters. Um, who we see in the series and they are kind of high station but don't have the same degree of power um, that eventually they have same with the Baratheons and so they're present and you know they'll be involved in some way but not to the same degree as they are a little bit later on so just being able to see that shift uh, and and who is at the height of their their powers um, but yeah as far as the high towers of oh, Larians, not that big of a deal. Compared to what they are here, the central of all the conflict, all the all the various things that are happening in, in House of the Dragon.
2: It's beautiful dramatic irony because literally what he worries happens, and what Corlys wanted was not the answer. At least for I don't I don't think that's. I think he won a whole five chapters, and he probably gets a paragraph. So beautiful. Dramatic irony right there. I think Brainice is in the most interesting position mm-hmm. on whether on who to choose to support. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like rightfully so, she married into this house. Her children are of Valerian blood. She's looking out again, she's the only one who really is caring about uh Lady Lena, her late daughter, and wanting her to have some remembrance. Uh, but also knowing, too, again, dramatic irony, everybody doesn't want to say it. And it was shown in the high council meeting, uh, jumping a little ahead, the high council meeting. Uh, everybody was like, what grounds does Veyman have? And you see in that room, I think uh, somebody called out the, the the maester in the room and he said, what grounds indeed because nobody wants to say it—that they are indeed bastards, bastards. Don't spoil nobody, it. I'm. You already did it. I didn't. Oh, did you do a pre-show? I did it before the shooting. That's okay. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. It's okay. Do they? Yeah. Every if you say the word bastards, you have to say it like that. I see. Okay. Continue. So yeah, it's like Bernice is in a very interesting position because again, it's treason. But it's also like, who do I, who do I, who do I uh, give my support to? My husband, who's on his deathbed, who does not care about these children and their blood ties, so long as they carry the name, or do I give it to, you know, potentially, you know, my daughter, uh, my daughter's daughter, my granddaughter, my grandsire. I think she's in a very, she's, she's, she's the key here. She's the key and everybody knows it everybody knows right now nice is the key so it sets up this beautiful confrontation that we're gonna get um so yeah man it's so good it's so good uh we, we checking in Dragonstone. Mm. we see a happy family a beautiful happy family everybody finally looks normal for once looks looks nobody's on edge and Cyrax just gave birth to three eggs. This is this is nice. They're at peace. And then this shit comes up again. Dr. Rigo, were you going to say something?
0: I was just going to say, I don't know if we mentioned that. Uh, this is six years uh, we later. Have not. We have compared not. Compared to last episode.
2: We have not. It has been six years. Our six. <laughs> I said six. I don't know if this is our sixth time jump, but it might as well be. Um, I guess it depends another-
1: what you mean by six. Um, like me, six major, six major time jumps. I, I mean, I just said it by mistake.
2: I said it by mistake, but it it probably is the six time jump in this okay. season. Because there have been times um, where
1: there were time jumps where they didn't change actors, but they said, yeah, no, oh, correct. by the way, a year's passed since that mm-hmm. event. But everyone's exactly the same.
2: No, this is six years and. shh. It's things are things are moving. She's she's had three kids, three kids with Damon. They got busy. They did. Oh, two. Oh, she got one on the way. Sorry. She, she got, got two. one on the way. She got one on the way. What so, are the names of the
1: new ones? Viserys and uh, Aegon. So many freaking Aegons. Oh, my I, God. I can't stand the name Aegon. I cannot. The whole this meeting. Aegon just- the
2: third. Goodness, does does no. that count? Does that count? Wait, it, wait does he have to be? Wait. He's a
0: third. He's Aegon the, he the third. Aegon because... the third. Because the thing. initial Aegon, there's Aegon the second, who's the asshole we'll talk about soon, and Aegon the third is uh the baby. Or so the, only the, the one, toddler.
1: the toddler.
2: Okay. So there's only been three Aegons so far. Like there's been three Aegons, and now there's two Viserys. Right. Well, and we're not gonna we're not gonna see a third Viserys till our boy, in, uh, season one Game of Thrones.
1: That's why they always say first of his name because no one else is called by that name. I just realized. Oh that.
2: wait, we see a freaking fourth Aegon. Dang. How do we see a fourth Aegon? Oh, John Snow. Mm.
0: Well, well, actually, Uh-oh. I believe there's another Aegon before him, but I could be wrong yes the Duncan name- egg Duncan yeah. Egg. yeah the name is oh yeah. all you need There's to actually- know all that's important is we see the second aegon who we'll talk about soon the third aegon is the toddler and then there is another aegon we'll talk about that's important in terms of prophecy stuff those are the three you just need to know of right now that's important for this episode
2: everybody's trying to bend that prophecy in their favor <laughs> so it seems uh, at least Rhaenyra, because she's the only one who knows about it, at this point. Her and Viserys. I I hate to see their happiness interrupted. They look like they were doing okay. Um, they look they look like they were just waiting for Viserys to you know probably croak. Uh, and here they are. They gotta go. Gotta go to the front. Uh, and they gotta duke it out with Alicent. Um, well- oh.
3: Do they know that Viserys is, like, on death's door? They do not. No, they don't. No. They, they're they expecting to come back and everything just be, you know, same old, same old,
2: you know, same True. old
3: drama, same old business.
2: Interestingly enough, Vayman knew that Allison and Otto were making the decisions, though. He was aware that they were running things. Um, So I guess, again, that's how they are not trying to be involved at this point. They're just waiting out for her to get the crown. And then they, they suck back into this fight. It sucks. But it's got to yeah. be fought. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Everybody could just admit their wrongdoings.
1: Damon's <laughs> not wrong. He's never wrong. Oh,
2: of course not. Yes. You said Damon?
1: Damon, yes. Well, you thought I said Amon?
2: No, I thought you said Vamon.
1: They're all the same. Amen, Vamon, Damon. <laughs> Good God.
3: Haven't you, Damon. haven't you realized that Damon is just Amen, except the D is at the end instead of the beginning? I think I did realize that.
1: Oh, wow. I did not realize that.
2: They're That's not that creative.
1: They're not. There's a lot of, yeah, very uncreative with names.
2: And Vamon is just a V added to Amen. And then
3: Maester Amon from the original series is just Amon's without the D.
0: See, they're
2: unoriginal.
0: That's really, and it's uh, a—it's <laughs> not going to be helpful in terms of uh, all the misunderstanding that's going to occur at the end of the episode. <laughs> all this no, it's not. The names.
2: <laughs> it just adds to the confusion. <laughs> All right, we got to take the fight to Kings Landing. So Kings Landing is now under new management. House Hightower has brought the the Seven. It's the Seven, right? Mhm. Yeah, the religion. Is, is this not, this is the first mention of the Seven? No, it is
0: not. Uh, yeah,
2: absolutely not. In this series?
0: Yeah, no, it's yeah, absolutely it's not. Up.
3: It, it's come up many times. They, they were even praying in a monastery.
1: In episode two, actually, yeah, after... Allison was
2: right. It was in Alicent. that room where, um,
1: uh, Ranira came to her to look for comfort. For yeah, I-, I forgot what was going on, but they okay. were praying
2: over their mothers because yes. Emma had just passed, right? But right. the Targaryens are not practitioners of the seven,
1: they
0: are yeah. not, they are not, they're the most similar kind of religious, spiritual type that they are or to the old gods, but they consider themselves to be the gods.
2: Mm.
3: Okay. They said, we got dragons.
2: We can so do you- whatever we want. I mean, they got a point. Ain't nobody else can tame dragons. Only people of old Valyria.
1: So you
3: can I
2: imagine
1: their have- shock when they get back to the castle and the decor has changed.
2: Correct. So now, Allison is... Uh, I mean, she practiced it before, but now she's over here repping hardcore. Mm. Like they turned King's Landing to the Vatican. Ooh, yes.
1: Oh, is that what this is?
2: That's what's literally happening here. I think it's okay. worth, no, it's good to point out. Um, it. Allison is a whole new. See, everybody seems to have been at a little bit of peace until this very moment, until Veyman stirred the pot. Uh, Allison looks like she's cooled off. Um, she turns to religion. When I, things I don't know go if wrong. she's cooled
3: off. Whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Whoa, she's cooling
2: whoa, whoa. off. She's no, cooling that, 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 off. When you say cooling off, it. cooling
1: off from where, I don't we, were, think she's where pulling we left knives. Her last week?
2: I don't think she's pulling knives on anybody anymore.
1: I mean, that was a huge. I mean, you, you know
3: Are we just going to ignore that Aegon is... Do- is-, is- being like a serial like. What do you mean? We're not there yet Who
2: said we're ignoring it? I mean, it mentioned
3: in the very next
2: scene Well, let's get to it Well, you're right, we see the high council meeting High towers are definitely running things, again, no one wants to say the pink elephant in the room and here we go Uh, Well, we get the news of Aegon And his uh, problems in his apartment. And, you know, getting before uh, this episode, I know a lot of people came out and said, uh, this is going to be a very emotional episode. I really felt emotion right here during this scene. I don't think, for example, Sansa in the original series with, with her sexual assault scene, I feel... It was kind of for shock value you know here we really get kind of i don't know just like a better portrayal of a terrible portrayal of course but of like the act it's bad it's bad you know and it made me feel was, some type of way it was still well written i think because you never No, see, i do i do agree i do agree
3: yeah you never see it but you also I think the writers are very much um, hitting our heads on the nose with being like, yes, even though they can have this moment where Allison is comforting this woman after some, something terrible happened, Allison still has an agenda.
0: Mm-hmm. Allison
3: is still not a perfect person. Allison mm-hmm. does not give a, you know, anything about this maid. Just for that moment, she was like, oh, you know, we're here. I believe you. But who else found but- that? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. No, and uh. I mean, to build off that, you know, I, I felt a sense of unease in this scene because it's been six years since we last left Allison. We don't know how she is right now. I don't know what her game is in trying to comfort this, this maid because part of me was thinking like, oh, my God, is she just going <laughs> to just like snap the girl's neck like right then and there because she's asking a lot of questions about you know does anyone know uh but you did come over to tell me and um sir uh, eric sir eric uh and it was like she was really gauging like how much um this girl was willing to keep her mouth shut and it's something where i i almost half expected like allison to uh uh, higher. Um, oh my God. The Kristen Cole. Not No, the no. Um, Oh, Laris, Laris, Laris. Laris, Laris. I have to, because again, six years, I don't know what Allison has been partaking in during those six years. A part of me thought that maybe she was going to go to Laris and, you know, imply something like, Oh, there was this maiden that my son just couldn't keep his hands off. Uh, maybe you can take care of something. I, I almost expected that, but surprisingly, she didn't go that route. She still played the game. She still wanted to know what she knew. But Allison, to a degree, was still Allison. She tried to comfort her as best as she could, while also, you know, playing the game of, well, damn, my son needs to stop because that's going to tarnish his name to claim the throne as well. Uh, because if she has a kid, the 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 maid. It's over. It's over.
0: I think, too, I didn't anticipate any type of... I felt the tenseness, but I didn't anticipate her to, to like, off her or order any type of death. I think previously we've seen that Allison is actually not that... Beyond the wanting to take the eye out of the kid scene, um, she's been pretty... She kind of wants to have her cake and eat it, too, whatever the phrase is. Like she wants to play the game, but, but only so far, um, which is why I anticipated what actually happened um, rather than her like, okay, we're gonna order this person's death. Uh, but to, to Nino's point as well, I guess we should also clarify what exactly happened. Cause it's, I mean, I imagine people that saw the episode know, uh, but we've had little crumbs throughout the last few episodes of Aegon uh, being very much violent and harassing. Uh, lots of the women, whether kind of within the keep, at multiple different keeps and castles, etc., and all came to a head as far as um, finding out that he had assaulted uh, one of the maids who had come into his room to prepare. Um, to I guess she was saying she was bringing drinks, and then apparently we learn a little bit later she was supposed to help care for, for the kids and whatnot because he does have kids. Um, but regardless, uh, based off of Allison's reaction. This is not something that is new. Um, and the the interesting I find is the hypocrisy as far as like wearing the seven pointed star and very much like changing uh, all the tapestries that depict like dragon orgies uh, to all these like religious type um, affiliated decorations. And then like I need to cover up my son being <laughs> very violent um, and committing a crime. Um, and so that's. The interesting way that I find Allison is that she's caught up in all of this and she's trying to still figure out a way to, to be on her moral high ground, but there's still a lot of things that she's doing that is is very much uh, clouding a lot of that. But you could say that a pretty much about every character that they think they're in the right or they think they're doing the right thing for their own particular position or agenda or power grab, whatever it may be. Um, and I think this was, was a very clear example of that. What I did find, and I think someone, like Grandmaster, you probably brought up Sansa. I did see some of the parallels of like the conversation between, because I think she used Sweetling too with this particular maid. Um, that it brought, the, reminded the... me, yeah, mm-hmm. she called her that. Um, it reminded me of like Cersei Sansa early on in Game of Thrones, those interactions. But this felt more genuine, I will say. Like I think Allison. Has moments where she is very much kind of in touch with like humane practices. However, uh, at the same time, it's kind of what we've been talking about the whole time of like who was in her ear and who was feeding her information. She's around her father who is trying to power grab. She's around Kristen who is trying to power grab. She's around Laura She's, So she, all the people that surround her, all these folks that are very much focused on their own agenda that I don't think she can really create or she isn't. Doesn't have the space or autonomy to really create her own identity and who she is, so she's doing everything she can to kind of manage these areas, which I think is kind of what I find interesting about her. Um, but I think yeah, I certainly do not condone and or support any of the decisions she made in this particular scene.
3: Yeah, I have I have a question for because I think I think we got a very different idea of what happened. I thought she I thought she killed this girl off.
2: No, no she gave definitely. her tea yeah she gave her the the uh after morning after okay the, yeah. so
3: i get it they
2: no bastards
3: the they got her the plan tea, right but then why when she confronted aegon and the other maid came into the room that,
2: that wasn't oh, the maid like, that was that was that was the daughter that's um
1: he knows that's not the mate. Okay. I, I I know what Nino's talking about because it kind of had me take a make a double take on what Allison really did with this mate. Um, so what? It was she it was paid another. She did. She paid her off. She, she, did, pay, she, she gave her, her, off, she she gave gave her, her the tea.
0: tea uh, and she paid she her to off. Leave. Right. Yeah. Just to leave the red keep.
3: Oh, right. to leave the red keep. Oh, okay.
1: I, I think the I payment guess... was like more of like a, a confirmation, like you can go. Just yeah, like pa- money.
0: Pa-
2: payment is yeah. Payment is you don't tell another person about this, right? Yeah, because the like la- Because again, she Emily Cook is the act. Oh, I'm sorry, Olivia Cook. I think really played this scene very well. I thought this was very well acted. Just all the things that y'all said. The multifaceted sides of Allison very on display here, but very much you know, with her confrontation of Aegon, she does say, you know, like, do you think of your sister, your wife? What about, what is this, what is, like, she says, you know, like, we're women too. And this is what you do to a woman. You know? And, I yes, she covers this up and she doesn't, you know, she hides it and whatnot, and now she's a hypocrite. But at the core of her, she's she is, like you said, she has all these people in her ear. But at the core still, she's like, my son is a fiend. And I still have to, you know, prep him to be king. She even no denounces him in a small way. She did. She said, yeah. you're no longer my son. You're well, no you son know, of mine.
3: And here's, a, here's an interesting thing. It's funny because Allison was very um, accepting of the role that she was given. Um, when I say accepting, I mean she did it. Even though she didn't like it, um, and even though Raynira was very unaccepting and had a bunch of qualms about pregnancy, around birth, around child caring, around all these other types of things, it's funny that Allison is never seen liking her children, and Raynira is loving her children. Every scene that she's with them, she's always trying to protect them, always trying to guide them, always trying to like show them affection. And with with Allison, I feel like every other scene, she's like hitting them, um, or <laughs> reprimanding. I
1: I think the most you probably got from her was when she wanted to take out the other one's eye uh, in last week's episode because they took out. Amy's was that really eye.
3: protecting her child? Oh no,
1: it was more was like that, yeah, like, no, that was yeah. that was revenge and,
2: and, for your child.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So you can even debate that. Is like, is that really showing love for your child? Is it well,
2: though? That's the thing, and again. You know this show really puts Rhaenyra and Alicent at the forefront, and watching their parallelism. Alicent did everything right, and yet she has these awful children. um, Well, like two thirds awful, and you know her husband is dying and decaying. Uh, Her father still is manipulating her and whatnot, while Rhaenyra gets the horror mummy's not.
1: <laughs> wow. <Rhaenyra gets> to- <laughs> wow. No,
2: no. no I, the vaeming in me came out. Sorry. Uh, Rhaenyra gets to live life however she sees fits, goes unpunished. Uh, I mean, does she have to, you know, uh, try to fend for her mistakes? Yes. Um, but her kids seem to have come out relatively good, for the most part, good. Uh, I say that, you know. I don't know what's going to happen in the future but yeah, it's at like least right when, now
1: they're, they're not really like psychopaths right for, for, from they, what we've seen so far so far they might they very well might turn into psychopaths but for now yeah yeah they
2: they're they're good and they're it's not like, Agons. And, <laughs>
1: they're not and,
2: Agons. And, and allison at you know uh i mean jumping ahead a little bit you know she you know calls out the similarities between them but it, it really does suck for allison she's she's not winning i think at any point thus far.
0: And I think you all bring up kind of last week, you know, is, is that protecting her children? I think it was more so about her feelings for Rhaenyra more so than, I mean, sure, the kids are a bit a part of it, but she even said part of the dialogue, I believe in last week's episode, was about the fact that Alicent did, like you said, I did all the steps, I did everything you told me I was supposed to do, and yet I'm the one who is suffering, um, and, and we got to see more of that. And I really loved that, that comparison of her own relationship with her children and her own like dissatisfaction with her role in her life, despite the amount of power she has amassed, like it still hasn't given her anything. Like, I think that's what the, the message is. If you have power, you're supposed to be some degree of successful because that is typically the case for the men. Like it, when you get to a certain station, you get access to certain things and you get some autonomy and freedom, and she's not been afforded that, despite the fact that she's basically running the kingdom now, and that's angering to her. Um, it's maddening, Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how do I? But instead understand? of
3: it's, it's interesting because instead of the stereotypical um, penis envy that usually mm-hmm. the characters get written as, she mm-hmm. goes and turns around and hates on the like her, her yes. peers.
0: and that is so. the, exactly what they want, them too. That's a really wonderful point of like uh, we've been talking about it the whole time. We got to see part of it too. I guess we'll we'll get to the dinner, but they genuinely, I think without the influence of all these like shitty men around them, they would be fine. But because we have all these folks that are influential and telling them different things, we have a system that's set up to to benefit the men in the realm. They're they're pinned against each other Uh, because why are they the ones fighting? Um, And I frequently feel that way each time we get like a little glimpse of just, what we saw in this you know first one or two episodes of what their relationship truly was at the core is that they care about each other they can find common ground and can really relate to one another as you know women sucked up in this fucked up system um so that's a great point
2: i'm I'm gonna wrap this scene up with Aegon. as as shitty as he is he says you know uh I feel he is a dark reflection of Alicent when he says you know I try to do everything right but I'll never be good enough for you nor father and ugh, I mean like yeah, you're Andrew. still a piece of shit however him saying that I feel there is some of Alicent that has made him go down He's such some, a path some, right. look right. if
3: you have a shitty child there is only one person to blame
2: or two people to blame nature versus nurture yes exactly yeah. yeah i
3: guarantee you that if aegon was put in a different if aegon was actually loved by his mother um his father too no Viser- <laughs> i think viserys loves his children but also viserys yeah. loves his hand and his arm and you know he lost both of those so
2: he's just well, losing everything he loves listen let's let's check in with Grandsire Viserys I called it last week. I said he ain't making it past next episode. Goodness he's gracious. Still here. He I mean, he's, he's, here. Still here. he's here. He's here. He's just God, I would hate to be here. This is it. No, this he's is this respect. is one
3: of the moments where I audibly gasped. I was like I was taken aback by just how just how bad he was. 'Cause like I don't know. I feel like even though he did like a really shitty thing in episode one, I feel like he's genuinely grown on me. And like part of that is the acting. The actor is phenomenal. He's Paddy. absolutely phenomenal. Patty, yeah. yes. Patty, Patty, give him his flowers. Yeah. I'm gonna yes. miss
1: him. I'm gonna miss yeah. him.
3: <laughs> but he and, and you know what? You could say that for the first part of the show, him and Matt Smith carrying for the first part of the show until the second cast came up. Um but Oh, my God. I was just like, I, I wasn't prepared to see him like this. I i was shocked that I was like, I don't know where this is going to go next. You see, you see him lying in his bed and he's skinny. He has his little neck taper and his, one of his eyes is, oh, God, it's he's so a husk. bad.
2: He's a husk. Mm. It's just, ugh. and you can see, you know, the look in Rhaenyra's face. And Matt Smith, I think, really delivers in this scene because, mm-hmm. despite Viserys' you know, uh, situation or you know his disposition, Matt uh, not Matt Smith, Damon is like, "Hey, brother, get off your ass! You can still fight the good fight and proclaim Lucerys as the rightful heir to Driftmark." He still believes in his brother, and that's very you know there was always from the beginning it was like does damon want the crown is this what you know is damon like you know trying to usurp his brother he was never about that you know he loves his brother he loves his brother brother. brother. yeah and it was like you can't go out like this on your back he pretty much said you know yeah i just he wasn't even all there either
3: like, no, he wasn't. Oh, yeah, but then like, the and I know that there's a lot of shots. Yeah, he smells it and then he like, that the was such good acting because he was like, oh, he, knew. he had to smell it. He knew he exactly just, like, what it was. Yeah, and you know, everybody's favorite um in Westeros. Got a broken arm, milk of the poppy. Milk get of the poppy. Our- <laughs> Got a runny Give nose, nose get the him the on poppy. milk of the poppy. <laughs> Give him milk of the poppy. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, it's just but, yeah, I feel like that scene was just, even though it was very one note, that one note, it, I wouldn't say one note. I would say one big note and then very little small notes, like very nuances in that scene. But it was just such a shock. And everything, I think the actors were just like, oh, God. Like, they did a really good job acting. Because you can tell that that was CGI. Oh, that for you sure. Can tell. Right. Um, yeah. But... It was just, it was, it was not, not fun. I felt like, oh no, my dad is now on the, his hospital bed and dying. Not my dad.
2: Very emotional. Very, emo- I think the emotions were there. And then uh, we get the later mini confrontation uh, with uh, Viserys and Rhaenyra talking mm-hmm. to Allison. and they call her out. He's like, well, the, the advice of the maesters. Oh, the maesters. Oh, the Maesters. Because, again, the longstanding theory of these Maesters are letting these kings just kind of wither away. Um, They haven't been doing anything.
3: Look at this man. He is is halfway to dead.
1: I mean, to Allison's defense in this scene, she literally tells him, you guys need to see him without milk of the poppy him being hopped up on it because when he's not he is so much worse off and you get you kind of get glimpses of that uh throughout the episode like you know because he tries to kind of uh quit cold turkey uh for uh certain scenes in the episode uh viserys and i mean yeah part of alice that i felt like she thought she was doing what she believed was best for uh her husband at the at the suggestion of the Maesters, because what's the other option? Just let, let him, him be die, in pain. let him be in pain, and then he, he either dies a lot sooner, uh, or he he survives the same amount of time, but it's just painful throughout the whole process.
2: It's it's yeah. a it's a it's portrayed greatly, it's a great juxtaposition because she does care. You you know she genuinely cares about Viserys, however. You know, we get that scene with uh, they're tending to Viserys, and you know the first words out of like Otto Hightower's mouth is, you know, milk of the puppy. <laughs> um, and even when even when Viserys is like, I want supper, Otto Hightower's is like, Oh, he's 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 uh, he's on an episode. It's morning, your my grace, your grace. And he's like, I I know that. Damn it, <laughs> you fucking. I'm sober. <laughs> You fucking vulture.
0: <laughs>
2: For oh, and tonight. You know, and,
3: uh, and another thing to, about Otto Hightower is that no one came to visit them when they arrived. Um, and this was in an earlier scene. And Otto Hightower... Because they mentioned it in that scene with Rhaenyra, Damon, and Allison. That first small confrontation. Oh, but dear. then Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and then Otto oh, Hightower so? is like... And you, were seeing, you saw that they... I had, had a welcome
1: befit their station? Right, and I was like, right. Oh, wait a minute. He knew wait. what he did. He knew exactly what Who are
2: what you he to said. say that? Oh.
1: He knew exactly fighting what he
2: words. said. Then fighting words. That was round one. <laughs> round two is their little mini. Are we ready? I think we no, are. No, no, Dr. Riga, just say it. Oh, what's on your tongue?
0: Make your peace. No, I... I was just gonna uh, mention the, the scene again, because the initial scene when we saw uh, King series in the bed was like the, the whole family bringing the kids, et cetera. Uh, I really appreciated the scene It was just Renee and the series again a little later on, I imagine in the day, where she, you could just tell the weight of this on her. And she she uh, talks about the heaviness of carrying, really the, the burden of having to to be the heir. Uh, what it means, especially in being a woman and how there wasn't a lot of really preparation. And there's also no like guidebook on how you do this. Um, and so I, I really liked that scene too, because ultimately she was saying like, I need you to, to fight for me. Like, I, I need you to be on my side and to do something a little bit more than what, what's going on here because no one here is on my side. Um, especially her side, or ultimately her son's side as well, on this this fight for succession. Um, so I really liked that scene too. I think the the younger cast were great. No, no knock to them, but I think the the two main actresses, I believe Emma D'Arcy and um, Olivia Cook, are really really wonderful as well. So it was a great scene.
1: They're really Yo. stealing the show in these scenes. They're carrying. And, and I mean that scene also is really important because it the one with just Rhaenyra and Viserys, right? is it yeah is it it's in like this at scene? nighttime at night um, and this yeah. is yeah. where she brings up the 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 prophecy again yeah the, the song of ice and fire okay yes um, and this okay. is a
3: very important scene very important yeah but it, it was like it was good to see Rhaenyra like be very vocal about the weight that this is that he put on her like I, I feel like this was a lot of it was missing um, from Rhaenyra, I really feel like a lot of it was subtext. Now it's like actual text. Now we can go back and see that there's a lot of moments that maybe we were like, "What was she thinking? Why was she thinking these things? Or why did you know? Why did she act this way?" Um, and it could be because of the weight that was, you know, pressed upon her by her father. And I feel like this this is makes all those scenes kind of line up perfectly.
2: Oh, no. First, she, she said it best, too. She said, you know, you naming me heir divided the kingdom more than it did bring it together, you know? And you naming me heir is great, but now, again, I really need you to reaffirm that decision because up until this point, it's been pretty lukewarm him kind of reaffirming that, you know, because he went and made a bunch of sons and it was like, it's like you're setting her up to fail. You know, so it's now it's and put I, your money where your mouth is.
0: And I think too the bringing up the prophecy then, because especially with that line that you just shared, of, at least this is how I, I read it. of like, okay, you making this decision has divided the realm. If we're reflecting on the prophecy, we're all going to have to unite together to fight this, this thing that we don't know about that is coming though, that it's going to be destructive. And am I really the one who was, who was going to do that? Because as of right now it does not seem like that is the case uh, so i think it is an interesting time to bring up the prophecy uh, which does become really important of course um a little <laughs> later on in the episode so
2: oh and of course this prophecy this all mighty prophecy that plays out so beautifully in the end of things mm-hmm. uh, okay. didn't know
3: that Arya stark was a targaryen
2: who knew who knew who knew um all right, here we go, round 3. Greens versus Blacks. We have the day of um I don't I forget what they call these Petition. things. Petitions. Petition. There we go. Petitions. Um oh, we get a quick scene uh with Renira and Renice before. Uh mm-hmm. sh- uh you know. Great scene. Great scene. Great re- great scene. Again, I think Renice again, she's the key here. She's key. Um They think she ha- was complicit in Lenore's death. Um, I'm telling you, he's gonna come back. He's gonna come back. I'm just saying that right now. Um,
1: it's been six years, man. It's time. Ty- it's time to move <laughs> on. He's gone. He yeah, is gone.
2: He's gone. I thought he was about he's to gone. bust through the doors at one point. I object. Uh, <laughs> what, like Shrek? <laughs> no. I, uh, but um, oh man, I don't. I honestly don't know what's going through renice's head. I don't know, because at one point she says, you know, uh, when she makes the offer to marry the children to Luke and Chase, a generous offer or a desperate one. Definitely both. Um, But she says they force you to your knees and now I must stand alone. I'm a little lost. Do you all have a better insight of what's going on or what she's thinking? Because, yes, I do. Again, she's in a very. She's the key. But I'm lost.
3: Basically, she's basically like, if I stand up for you, you won't do you won't do the same for me. I'm going to be standing on my own. I have to look out for my own and my own house and my own family because ultimately, no one else will. You won't. Mm. You'll just you care so much about this family infuding like infighting, and I only care about protecting my children and my grandchildren because I failed to protect you know my children so I want to do what's best
2: for them not including Vaymon, right <laughs> not right no
3: exactly yeah not, it's including not like because
2: I guess that's where why this offer is so great you know yeah
3: right and then she says yeah and she's like but you're right it doesn't matter and then walks away I was like, "Ooh, I have no
2: idea where this is Yep, goes. I had no idea. I was like, ah, I don't know what she's going to do." All right, here we go. Let's do this then. All right. Here we go. Um Shout out to the actor who plays um <laughs> I really yes, like I'm him. I'm sure. I do. He's good. He's good. Um Will Johnson is his name. Uh he gives a mighty strong argument. Uh, and clearly, the high towers are siding with them. Clearly, clear as day. Uh, and yeah, uh, he makes his point. Renira tries to interrupt his point. They shut that shit down real quick. They said, "You wait your turn. You wait your turn." And you then they
3: remind just- her just to like, like stab a little bit deeper. Um, the hand is fair, and we'll hear your petition like
2: in a just manner, something like that.
3: And I was like, oh, really? No, no, he's not. Correct. No, he's
2: not. no, no, he's not. No, he's not. And so he continues. Then he directs his argument at Rhaenyra and he starts coming for her life. And he says, oh, I even get what he says, but he's coming for her now. And he says, what do you know about something oh I I could cut my blood myself myself
3: I could cut myself right now and he still would not know it I was like right
1: he came for her he came for her Mm -hmm. he did not he was not having it those ain't my my nephews damn it
2: no 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 he only cares about one yeah yeah. he only cares about one he says oh yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll hold up um and then you know Rhaenyra's now it's her turn And she's ready. And then, boom! Now entering King Viserys. First of his name. King of the Reiner. And all men in the realm. Let's just call this the long walk of King Viserys the first. This was hard to watch.
3: Hard to watch. I I, I almost, I felt such a an influx of emotion. I almost teared up at this scene. Yes! I was like, yes! Oh I was like, oh my god. It he's was here.
1: so
3: and Nick, you just see him trying and like hobbling and like
1: he's got the mask,
2: yeah. the golden he's got the, mask. the golden mask.
0: And I think uh, this was the scene I was alluding to as far as my favorite um, the series thus far. Um I think oh, because yes. You know, we have been very critical of the series, and rightly so, but he has always, at some point, had some kind of realization, or when he is backed into a corner, he will move and and make a decision, uh, typically in a way that, that shows his care and his love and then truly what he stands for. So he may not be a good king, um, but I think he really does care for for his family, and particularly uh, Rhaenyra. And so this felt very much meaningful. Um, And I think to the series thus far, we've had a lot of very purposeful, meaningful long walks, uh, as far as the doors being thrown open and someone having their their moment uh, between Rhaenyra had her own with the boar's blood uh, walking back to the camp, and Damon had his coming back from, you know, over in, his
2: multiple in... banishments.
0: Yes. <laughs> multiple, but the initial what does one that with the word crown, mean? Uh, after yeah. the Stepstones, uh, Allison, of course, had her green dress moment. And so this felt like uh, finally Viserys' moment to, uh, to reiterate the fact that, like, I, yes, I am breaking down, but I'm still king, and, and I very much love my daughter. He I said do. it best.
2: Uh, let me just say this quote real quick. He looks at oh, Otto yeah. High Tower and he says, "I will sit the throne today."
1: Your grace. <laughs> I, he didn't. He didn't backtalk. He didn't backtalk. He just let him do it.
3: I just feel like this. I think. I think especially because we've seen Viserys's arc kind of culminate to this. This is a very bittersweet triumph mm-hmm. um, because we kind of know that this is the end, you know, this is getting close to his end because he's having this big character moment which shows a lot of growth. You know, he's been having these moments back to back. Last week it was with, I'll cut anyone's tongue out if they dare say this. And then this week it's that he is finally coming to sit the throne and set matters right and try to make things right, you know, where he sees fit. And it was a
2: very powerful moment. It's a very powerful moment. He said, if, if he's going to go out, he's going to go out doing what's best for his family. This is all in the name of his family, you know, blood or name. It don't matter. I think he views everybody here in argument as family at this point. Except Otto
1: except auto hightower i even
2: think auto hightower i honestly think no all, no, no only, he, only, he got his ass out of there
1: as soon I mean, as yeah. he ratted out his daughter he was like no get out nope you're i
2: gone. i i know but however even you know he brought him back and you know he, that's his wife's father you know he's probably at the very bottom of the totem pole but he was at that dinner table too so you know but you know he's like and again he comes out swinging he says the one who knows what lord corliss would have wanted is raynees nice. go ahead Ray nice and again oh it's a- we missed that we missed such an important part he said why
3: miss- are we where, where here? He, no 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 where he trips on the stairs <gasps> oh, okay sorry and- sorry, wow. sorry. Wow. And then go he trips again, and someone helps him. And then he's like, "No, stop it!" And then he sees it's Damon, and his crown fell. And Damon helps him up. I was like,
2: "This is this Blown is quality." Away. And Peek Damon says, television. "Come on," he says, "Come on." I felt the like, wind
1: rush through my hair. It was fantastic.
2: beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Oh so my so I, I
1: don't know if this is true or not because I read it from like a. Uh, a game. Of I know game what you're about to say, and I, I don't, don't believe trust it. these things for the life of me because they're so full of shit. <laughs> but apparent, apparently, in in capital letters, apparently, that was something that happened by accident. The, the crown, crown fell fallen. off on
2: accident, and, and then so Matt Smith,
1: Matt Smith, just improvised and picked up the crown for the bull. And, this this and, no
3: no and this, they decided is,
1: to keep it i don't believe it but i just wanted to put it out there I because it. i, I, I read it. it you believe this is it? like the,
3: this is like the this is like the sixth thing that matt smith has done on like unlike on, on his character that has been the betterment of the show like everyone has been giving matt smith
0: his credit so, this so you
1: believe the crowd falling was an accident and matt smith just was like oh no i'm i'm gonna roll with it and then he Picked it up exactly. I don't believe that. I don't that believe camera
2: that. work was way too good. They were ready but for Saris that, to fall. It too,
1: because he felt Matt Smith's hand. He's like, oh, I, I
2: i could do it on my own, I swear. Oh, and, and they would have talked about it in that behind the scenes hell they no, they would have spilled the
1: beans. They would have like, don't oh my god, it. Matt Smith is a genius. I, I that was even part of the script. I'm so Either glad
0: we brought way. on that. <laughs> Either way, it was a meaningful moment. I think to reiterate that there's a lot we still don't know about Damon and his his perspective and his choices, but we do know that he very much does care about his brother and he always has. Um, and so this misconception of like oh he's playing for the throne and like it's never been that. I, I think he's always just wanted acknowledgement and to be by his brother's side in some way that felt meaningful. Um, and this was just kind of. Again, very bittersweet that it's coming towards the end of, of the series's life, but it's, it's Actually, representation that's,
2: of that. I think that's yeah. I think the yeah, symbolism right there. As you said, he puts it back on his brother's head. It was always about that from the get go. Just everybody's misperception of Damon, and yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, he's still questionable at things, okay, however. Was
0: sketchy.
2: Right, his love for his brother sometimes. Looks weird, but it's there. Uh, so now we have Viserys, and he's yeah, he's like, "Why are we here?" This was settled years ago. And also, Rayneese is the only one we should be listening to right now. It sucks that it comes from a man, but he's empowering the woman right now. You know, yes. he's empowering he's empowering the woman. multiple women. Yes, right, mm-hmm. and Rayneese. I again, I think she does what she does in the name of Lena. You know, she wants Lena or Lenore's actual children to be on the throne of Driftmark. That's not Vayman. So, she sides with Rhaenyra, you know, and says Corlys always wanted Luceris to sit on the throne. And it's and again, it's dramatic irony because. Corliss don't care that they're bastards. He doesn't care.
3: And he 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 views them as his family, and that's yes. Oh, that's, that's important.
2: The name, the
1: name right? More weight.
2: Correct. And it's it's so good because it's like people think they're just playing this game to protect Rhaenyra, but it's like some people just don't care about these stupid rules, you know. And it's a beautiful thing. Viserys names Lucerys his grandsire, the Lord of the Tides. He is named Lord of the Tides before the seven, before the old gods, and before everybody there. And just and when you trotodals. think, oh, and the betrothals, he's uh, he he uh, he blesses the betrothals of the cousins. So,
3: and that worked out better for everybody because now they're. Now the cousins or Damon's children will have the Valaria name. Yeah, right. When they win. Right.
2: So, correct. And a Valarian will still sit on the Driftmark throne. Eventually, I hope it plays out that way. Who but, freaking knows?
1: But Vayman ain't having it.
2: <laughs> Ooh, just when you thought it was over. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vayman's not having it. <laughs> he says you know, you break tradition and law to name your daughter heir. No one bats an eye. <laughs> 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 he has his joker more. <laughs> Everyone has a joker more. This did well, feel
0: like one of the funnier episodes, I will say. Like, there were there were a few things that made me chuckle <laughs> throughout.
2: I mean, it just, uh, it was so well acted. I'm telling you, He's like looking them down. He's like looking at Renice and he's like, "All right, you're a clown. Uh, you and my brother were always clowns." Sure. He then looks at you know, oh, I mean, he's like talking to the king, and he, everyone's like, "You better watch what you say. Your next words may be your last." And then you know, he he dead eye looks at Luceris, <laughs> "Is this no blood of my That is no Valarian. You Know and then Damon with
3: the
2: come on, say it because he wants to. He wants oh, no, and he's smirking, he is <laughs> smirking the hallway. And he's like, Y'all don't think I'll say it? Y'all don't think I'll say it? I'm gonna fucking say it. Oh, god, I just pulled it up right now. <laughs> Hold up, can we all say it at the same time? You want to say it at the same time? No, I do not. No, we don't want to do this.
1: No, go ahead. Sell the moment. Sell it. it Her
2: children are bastards. And? And she is a whore. Now, again, (laughs) one of Viserys' last little moments. I'll have I'll you have for, that. for that. <laughs> he meant it. He meant
3: the it. slowest
2: knife draw you ever seen. But when he got it out, there was some force behind it. But your boy beat him to it. And goodness, I I gasped. I was like, damn! Like, literally, I had I had to. That was, was like a anybody-
1: hot knife through butter. That was way too clean. That was way v- too clean.
2: Valerian Steel? Damon Valerian. Sword?
1: Right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Cuts deep. Anybody else (laughs) felt that? I haven't felt like this.
1: It was a major gasping moment. I I was shook by the accusation because we know what it means to call someone that in in this type of show. And I was like, oh, my God. He actually said it. So how is everyone going to react? And then the actual consequence happens immediately after. Speechless, and Damon's
3: like, you can keep his tongue. Whew.
0: So, oh. I knowing that I know stuff, I knew that he was gonna die. I just thought we'd get, like, you know, a neck cut, right? We like a beheading. So, I was shocked in, in, in terms of the, the cut where, where that was occurring. Um, that was, I also got. I was taken
3: aback. A little gas was let out. But imagine imagine your, what do you call it? I guess, I guess they weren't close with him, but imagine Lena's children who had to see their great uncle like just completely beheaded,
2: you know? Uh, it's not a beheaded. It's like a two-thirds oh, it's, it's, beheading. We can
3: keep the tone.
1: The tongue was there. He technically kept his tongue still.
2: Yeah, My the tongue did not get is, sliced.
0: How did, is Daven's knowledge of anatomy that advanced?
2: Oh, God. Yes, no. uh, yes, yes.
3: yes. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Don't question him. Uh, he, he studied okay. with the masters to make the best cuts ever. First, I think he, he just a...
1: knew. I know the tongue is <gasps> Wait in a minute. general. He, he, cuts, it at the he, he cuts, cuts at a angle. He cuts at an angle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the crab feeder was at an angle.
0: That's it oh, the similar. crab
2: feeder was at an angle. Maybe he likes angles.
0: Yeah, maybe he likes a good angle. What's but Drake there. always say? Gotta hit the angles.
1: Oh. Ew.
2: Okay, <laughs> sorry. Anyways,
0: whatever. What I was gonna say is when I shared this in our, our little Game of Thrones chat, shout out to the Discord. Um, is that as far as the books are concerned? Um, and I likely since it's already happened, I, I don't know if they will do this, but. So Vayman did die via Damon, and then his body was then fed to Rhaenyra's dragon. That was that was the request. So it could have been worse. It was already bad. Just saying. You know? I,
2: I. It looks like the CGI went to the head versus they said all our CGI money is going to this head slicing versus throwing a dragon. No more head, dragons. So. <laughs> no more dragons. <laughs> they say they start- it's, it's got to <laughs> go to this. <laughs> I just like miss- to point out. <laughs> um what what what's the daughter's name? What's Allison's daughter's name? Allison. Helena.
0: H- 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 she
2: H- is funny. She looks away and puts her hands over her ears. <laughs> she goes just like that.
3: How, how is that funny? How is that funny? Because why is she
2: put it over her ears? I think
3: I think she's coded to be like to have like uh, what do you call it? Um, she's coded to be as what we would consider um, neurodivergent
2: oh okay. she's
0: also a dream seer she's a who what she dreams her dreams
2: oh which we've we'll get to because yeah we've
0: talked about we
2: did this. talk about it and i think she says something that i find very interesting during the last supper um
0: she said many many a thing. so she, everything that she says is
2: fine. so there's one thing she says that i was like oh that's that's probably some foreshadow right there um Uh, We get a little funeral for Veiman and Renice get some closure. Uh, You know, she says, you know, she's been visited by the stranger multiple times. And uh, the stranger does not care if my eyes are open or closed. Uh, Stranger being the Lord of Death, uh, the God of Death. Um, Nice little scene. I I, I like lines like that. What do we say to, to the God of Death? Not today.
3: No, wait, no. The stranger and the god of death are two very different things.
2: No, they man, that's the stranger. Them.
3: No, 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 no. The god of death is like its their its own god. And the stranger is... Okay, so the, the religion of the seven is that it's one god, but with many different faces. So like with seven personalities. Oh. So the stranger is like someone who represents death but it's not the god of death who is like outwardly like I want faces. I want people's bodies and skin. I want, you know, their voices. You know what I mean?
2: Yes. Either way, it's a nice uh, nice little moment, quote from niece. Because again, there goes another family member of hers dead. Does she I'm care sure about
1: they're... this one though?
2: Yeah, it's just, you know. She was indifferent.
1: Uh, she didn't cry over it.
2: She's indifferent, however, it's like she's surrounded by death, and it seems to be Valarians more than anybody. She's
1: become numb to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She's numb to it. Um, I think this episode, you know, goodness, you, you didn't think there'd be another big moment, but this Last Supper, shit was tense. Um, and again, another testament to Patty patty came swinging he says you know uh everybody's here everybody's here uh family's here uh allison's family's here all the children are here not all the children the young children are not here but everybody's here and he's just like you know we gotta stop this fighting i love all of you and if we can put our grievances aside we will be better And then he says this, and I love this. And this is uh, Leo DiCaprio pointing at the TV, you know, uh, because they said the title. He says, the crown cannot stand strong. if The house of the dragon remains divided. And it's it's like that very grim warning for the rest of the series. Mm -hmm. Because we know what is going to ensue. And, you know, honestly... And it, oh man, this scene just plays it so well. So he it says what he itself. says. It writes itself because he says what he says. And Rhaenyra gives a toast to Allison. You know, and it was like that's a that's an olive branch right there.
1: It had an yes. apology in it.
2: It sure did. And Allison accepts the olive branch. So then, and again, I think this is symbolism. The mothers make their peace. However, it is the sins of the mothers and the sins of the fathers. Uh, I don't know the rest of that line, but it is the children who are the problem at this point. It is the children. They are too far gone. Okay. well, I I
3: think. Comparatively of what we've seen, like in next week's like next week's preview, I think that like this olive branch is not even though it was fixed and everything was fine. I don't know if one side is willing to to just let bygones be
2: bygones. Oh, of course mm. not. And again, it's beautiful because while the Ceres is there, I mean tension is still a bit high. Uh, however. Just Ceres gives a toast to his uncles. Uh, you know, With the...
3: yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> there, that college yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> that college old, bro, um, you gave it the old college try. Now we're gonna be allies. We're gonna be friends. Um,
1: Cause Aegon kept poking the bear.
2: He sure did. He kept saying, "You know how to uh, Nino? Another cock joke. You know how to use your cock, right? You know where to stick it." Uh, Jace. And then, oh my God, how dare you hit on your cousin? You see how wrong this sounds? How dare you hit on your cousin in front of your sister, who's your wife? Yes, gross. Sweet home
1: Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right.
0: All right. There are perfectly fine folks in Alabama having lived there for many, many years. you are not the Which part? Which
2: part again? Which part? What was that? Which part of Alabama were you Auburn. living? Uh, okay, makes sense. We ain't talking to backwaters. Shout out to our backwater listeners in Alabama. <laughs> all, uh, of our
3: back, all, of our, all of our listeners in Alabama, I apologize
2: on
1: behalf
3: <laughs> of our two Yonko here.
1: I just sang a song. I, I did not throw any accusations. Actually,
2: Alabama were- people probably love the Targaryens. Oh, my God. Just move on. Sorry. Sorry. Um,
1: Also, wait. Hold on. Wait. In Allison's um, Olive Branch acceptance, she also reaffirms uh, Rhaenyra's claim to the throne. Rhaenyra's claim.
2: Correct. And Otto Hightower did not drink to it.
1: He did not. I noticed
3: He
2: did not. He held it up, and then he put it back down. That bastard. Bastard! Um he's he's Don't working like on his own
3: agenda
2: it's true no it's true but goodness can you just fake it till you make it nope. but no he he's very steadfast in what he believes um Helena reveals she she gives a toast to uh to Bayla, um for being betrothed she says marriage is not that bad he just ignores unless you a lot you.
0: Unless except
2: he's drunk. unless he's drunk and I was like oh my goodness
1: Wow, the implications. Things,
2: things are not all, all right at home. But everyone, everyone, oh,
3: wait a minute. Everyone wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think I have to pause here and say how much of a freaking hypocrite Allison is because she Go was ahead. so, so very quick to be like, "You Targaryens have Your queer, queer customs. customs," and then her children are literally married. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Pop off. Hypocrite.
1: Hypocrite. Allison doing her best, man.
2: <laughs> she was just trying to keep Renier away from the throne by marrying her children together. But yes, very hypocritical of her. Um we get the nice little Okay, symbolism ready. We get a nice little dance of dragons. Uh Gisaris is dancing with Helena. Ooh, come on now. That was good. That was, that was nice. Is that intentional? The dance of dragons? Oh wow. There's, no, There's a
3: lot of dancing. There's a lot of dancing in this series. There's dancing. But they in episode are both three. dragons.
2: Oh true, true, true. There's dancing just, in
3: episode five.
2: Yes, but now you know the pot has boiled over. So I now
0: we we're gonna talk about the pig.
2: No, the pig is next. The pig, the pig happens during well, the Viserys music. Well,
1: Viserys leaves first mm-hmm. before tensions rise. Because Viserys leaves in the sense where, like, everything seems to be going perfectly. Everything, I think, in that last moment, he thought, wow, I finally did it. It took 20-plus years to get these people to work together and just get along, but we're here, baby. They're finally going to, you know, eat well together, and I can, uh, I can go rest. And, and I guess taken did,
0: up. Sorry. Um, something we didn't mention was some of uh, what Viserys said in his speech as far as like it, I'm speaking as like an old man. I'm speaking as me being a human. I want you to see me as I am. He takes off the mask. I do find it interesting whether this is purposeful or not, you know, uh, that the side that was decaying, that he lost an eye, was <sighs> the, side that faced the high towers versus Decide that. Uh, oh
3: wow, something. that was not. I don't was, know if that was. Per- what
2: that was intentional.
0: Intentional. that's intentional.
2: That's, that's intentional.
0: Uh, I do find that they interesting, were- but, but regardless, yeah, he, he wanted to be able to to come as you know, as a person rather than as a king holding all of this, um, and to really try to connect the family together. Uh, I thought that was really lovely, Patty. Uh, He'll be it. I mean, everyone's great. The cast is great, but he really he would bring it. He had at least. One great scene.
2: Each oh, Patty! Other. Patty's the MVP of this episode, hands down. No of doubt about it. Let's say it. Of let's the say season it. of this season. Oh, of the season. Ah, uh, I might well, have he, to do another been, watch.
0: Well, he's been acting the house down. I'm just saying.
2: Every, epi- he's every really episode.
3: Good. Every episode. He's been in every episode, and in every episode, he's had great lines, great scenes, great acting. I, every every time I feel like he's in a scene, he's like, he's up here. And everyone's like trying to get to his level.
1: Yeah, I feel like with Patty, it's it's consistency. Um, he's had more scenes compared to all the other you know actors and actresses, and the lines that they give him are some of the best in this season. You know, as much as we love Damon, sometimes Damon just shows up in an episode and just smirks
2: with and walks hood. out the room with his little hood. And he he's a he's a body performer. He's very good acting alone right. with body but patty yeah patty delivers some really good lines yeah and even, when it, even when he doesn't
3: even when he doesn't he still acts like good like well, a scene that doesn't have good lines is the scene where he was like say it plainly it's not a really oh yeah great line. say it plainly. say
2: uh uh episode three that was episode
3: three yeah um yeah. and and no it was episode four.
2: Oh, sorry i was talking about the other moment where it was, uh, one of the Lannisters that came up during the hunt. Uh,
3: oh, Yeah. another he, great scene. Yes, another yes.
2: Great scene. He has many so good he, scenes. He, They've
3: just been really milking Patty for everything he's worried.
2: Well, interestingly enough, you know, so uh, he eventually, you know, succumbs to, you know, feeling ill again and they carry him out and then just chaos erupts. And uh, now that we're talking about placement of the table, you know, Luke is directly across from our boy, uh, Eamon. Luke was
1: the one that took the eye,
2: right? Luke took took the eye. eye. Luke took the eye. And the pig joke from way back when, I guess that shit still bothers him. After getting Vagar, the giant dragon. How y'all this brave?
1: How y'all this? Like, I don't get it, man.
2: He just chuckled. (laughs) He just chuckled. It was nothing. And obviously the man is pressed and he does the final tribute, the final tribute to our nephews, Joceris, Luceris and Joffrey, which again, that is not all their nephews. So this is very uh, targeted. Um,
1: Oh wait! Each I'm sorry. of them. Who, who are the ones that were left out
0: in this? The new this ones. Rhaenyra and Damon's kids.
1: Reneer and Daemon. Oh. Kids. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. But so they weren't even in the room, though. Were
2: don't, they don't. Well, neither. Well, was jo- Joffrey. Joffrey, Joffrey wasn't in the room.
1: Oh, Joffrey was not in the room. Okay.
2: No. So this is very targeted, and each of them handsome, wise, and strong, and. I think Allison Allison is over here giving him like these eyes that like, please don't fuck this up, please. And he keeps going. He's like, let us train our cups to these three strong boys. Um, and Jaceris is like, I dare you to say that again. He's like, It's a compliment. Why are you getting so pressed about that? Um Oh damn it! I just had it. I just had. It. I don't. I forget where it goes from here. But you know, he says, "I dare you say that again." They fist fight. Oh um, yeah, okay. they just start fighting. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. He says, "Do you think yourself not strong?" Damn man, I don't like him. But I like that I don't like him. He's a, he's he's a good cool. villain. He's gonna be. He's gonna
3: be a good villain. He looks. He he definitely looks like a villain. With his eye patch. He just looks so this.
0: much older than
1: his
3: like, oldest his, brother. His face
0: feels very pointy.
2: His face it is very, very like, pointy. Like very Draco pointy.
0: Malfoy antagonist pointy face vibes.
2: Yes, yes. I'm um, getting dark elf vibes from him. Yeah. That, uh,
0: Lord of the Rings thing?
2: No, um, just anything. He looks elfish. Uh, because he's so pointy, elves are no You just to think he looks high. like
1: Legolas?
2: I don't think he looks like Legolas. I think he looks more like actually the comic version of malekith from thor who is a dark elf
3: you mean Thor the dark world no i don't mean the film i i I, (laughs) I, that's why i didn't
2: say the film that's why i didn't say the film christopher
3: eccleston is
2: is very pointy i would say i I was not referring to christopher eccleston i was referring to the comic version of malekith he looks evil he looks like an evil pirate and he looks like he's ready to stir up trouble because the moment he says that, Jaceres punches him before Lucerus could do anything. Aegon smashes his head into the table
1: effortlessly. Effortlessly. Just, oh, boom. <laughs> Just shook the entire table.
2: I'm like, come on, Strongs. And Aemon
1: barely flinched from that punch. Oh, Aemon ate it. He, he ate, ate it. it. He was ready. Then, he was like, all right, you got your free one. <laughs> he was to about to add go contact.
0: in something i assume we didn't talk about um, was when they first arrived oh, in the was yard, Kristen Cole. Um, so he is quite known for for his uh, his prowess in terms of fighting. So I imagine that's probably why he didn't really flinch and was pretty confident.
2: So. Mm-hmm. And then boys look weak. They don't look strong. I agree. That's a bitch compliment because he knows they're not strong. He knows they are strong, but they're not strong. They have they they are strong, but they lack strength.
1: Appropriate.
0: Okay. <laughs> I did like the face. Uh, you know what ended the the scuffle was uh the face off with uh, Amon and Damon.
1: Ooh.
0: Damon Foreshadow. stepped
1: in. Uh, so does does Amon like um kind of look up to Damon's antics? in a way
2: I think so cuz like so. whenever
1: Damon made a move they the, the camera purposely would shift towards um Amon's reaction to like like for example when he when Damon cut Damon's head off uh the camera looked to um he's looking like
2: he's looking like
1: <laughs> like he like he he's like oh okay so that that's an appropriate response for something that I may disagree with like is, is he kind of just is he going to try and model his behavior after Damon? I would
3: I say. I think he's
0: taking
1: notes. He's taking notes. Yeah, I
0: was about to say, the Ament is the equivalent of Damon on the green side. Okay. As far as just well versed in, in battle and, and with fighting and et cetera. A little petty, uh, maybe quick to temper at times, but also calculating when needed. I think they're okay. they're meant to, I felt that was purposeful because they're meant to be um, pretty similar to one another.
2: Is, is this the clash we're all going to be looking for?
0: What, Damon, Damon versus Damon?
1: Mm, I don't know if they're going to clash. We I, still need,
3: I, tell, I still think we need more build-up.
1: Yeah. I, mean, things are still I, feel like, I feel like Damon could probably likely take him if, if it ever came to that right now. Right now, well, he has a
3: know.
1: bigger dragon. He's, a bigger He's dragon. got a bigger dragon, but I, like like in a one v one sword fight, I, Damon's eaten.
3: But they have dragons. That would be boring of just a sword fight.
2: Clearly. I'm telling you right now, Caraxes is long and slithery. He can, and Vagar is too big. He can slither on his back and just take some big old bites out. And Vagar won't even be able to turn his <laughs> neck around.
1: You think agility's going to win Caraxes- a battle like that? Is it Listen,
2: Cyrex? No, no, no. Uh, Damon rides Caraxes. Rhenira. Ride no, Raniro rides Cyrex. Oh. Yes.
3: I guess that makes sense because I guess Cyre- Cyre- Cyrex is a girl. How do Dragon Cyrex, eggs work? Cyrex,
2: Cyrex, is a girl.
3: Do they just meditate a lot and then,
2: like, poof? They that it's it's a dragon egg. I think they can be. They reproduce asexually. I think so. That's a topic for another day. Um, Well, we close off before we get the final the last song of Viserys Targaryen. We reunite with Her Name Escapes Me. Damon's first wife. Right.
1: What's her name?
0: Oh yeah, this was a
1: blink and you miss it.
0: Um she is the white quick. worm. What's that? She's the white worm. She she's it's kind of the equivalent of kind of every secret keepers and like master whip whispers, but not officially. Oh, oh. I thought you were
3: gonna say master whippersnappers, and I was like you know, huh? a lot of
0: words were coming up. <laughs> but she she's you know, she gathers yeah, some secrets and some intel and uh
2: She has a network.
0: You know, yeah. Yeah, and does oh. what
2: she, she whatever's
0: gonna, them, kind of,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm well, stopping. it seems like it because um Homegirl ran to her, and said, "Quite a night in the castle." Uh,
3: yeah, I don't know what the whole point of this is because then we go immediately into the final scene, and I'm like, "All right." I, I don't know what i was supposed alive. to feel about
1: that. Yeah,
3: he's I, I
2: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't I get guess. anything from it. I Yeah, she's gonna stir up trouble. That's what I took from it.
3: I took from it that they needed to have this actress in a certain amount of scenes, and so they were like, we can give you a, another scene in this episode where you don't appear.
2: Remember, they're all important until they're not. So, the fact that she's back means that she's probably going to be pivotal in these last two episodes. We'll see. We shall see. Um. So, yes, we are treated to what I like to call the last song of King Viserys. Targaryen first of his name King of the Andals And the men of the Roiner And the the realm And the seven kingdoms Uh, Stupidly mistakes Alicent to be Rhaenyra And he passes on again The tale Of the song of Ice and fire.
3: and fire and the prince who was promised. But all he can make out, they have him on so many drugs. All he can be like is prince. The prince who was promised is, is the silent part. And then he goes, Aegon, the conqueror is the silent part. And then in unite the realm from the <laughs> very convenient set of words that he said.
1: And very Allison convenient. says, I understand and walks away.
2: Ay, yeah yeah, that's Viceris. all she You had she one needed. job. You had one job,
1: and it's his last breath. I like, like- his <laughs> last line. His last line. What what is it that he says? My he love. says,
2: "My love."
1: He and got. It, do you think he got to see her in that last he, moment?
2: He got. He's back. They're reunited.
1: That's lovely.
2: And that's truly yeah. that was his yeah. love.
3: And then, and then she's gonna be like, "You fucking killed me, you stupid bastard!" And send them down to wherever. Don't do that.
2: Don't.
1: Is do there that. is there a hell in Game of Thrones?
2: I don't. I know. think I think they're living
3: in it. Um, I think yes, the living <laughs> is
1: the hell.
2: <laughs> Could yes. be.
1: Goodness. Um,
2: Clap it up. Pour one out for King Viserys the First, baby. He ain't a great king, but he did what was right in the end. Our boy. Doesn't matter. (laughs) It still seems like like it was all for naught. He he just, I mean, did he leave it a mess? Did his last supper, did anybody clear off the table? No. No. There's a mess and someone's going to have to clean it. So beautiful symbolism i just made right there um quote me on that um episode nine in traditional game of thrones fashion should be the biggest episode of the season
1: is that maybe, a tradition like not. the penultimate it episode is. is usually the biggest
2: yes, yes. It
3: usually has like the biggest action scene like let's look let's look at let's look at all of them <laughs> i have one memory season 9 episode 1 next start Star dies the Baylor the bay the, the, Baylor. Yeah, the Baylor. season 9 episode 2 um was the battle battle of blackwater,
2: blackwater
3: bay, bay. But, um season 3
2: is red um
3: the red wedding season 4 is the watchers um, of the, the wall the wall watchers on the wall with the wildling and the things attack season
2: 5 is ooh season 5 um, escapes me. no 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 hard home is episode 8 Oh. Yeah, hard uh it must be the the one with the shame or whatever. Yes, I think you're ooh man uh give me a second. Give me a second. Hold your breath.
1: I'm holding it. I'm about to run Hold out. it.
2: Hold it.
1: I'm passing out.
2: The Dance of Dragons. So, uh Shireen gets sacrificed. Um right. and Danny um Drogon comes in wrecks shit up at the the the
3: yes. The harpies. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then season six is the battle of the bastards.
2: Correct. No, we no. Don't so talk no about seven and seven. Seven and eight <laughs> don't have an episode. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so what? What's usually saved for like the finale? Then, if like their biggest moment is I in the penultimate episode, the it's fallout. usually the
3: fallout. Um, okay. Or in better or in better season finales, it's usually like really good payoff and setup um, in the last episode of season three, we get the Misa moment with Danny in the last episode of season six, we get, uh, the, the explosion of the thing, um, Jon Uh-oh. Snow. Oh, chief. the, okay. Yeah. The scepter, yeah. yeah. The uh, Jon Snow being elected King in the North. Um, the whole reveal of R plus L equals J. We had a whole bunch of things happen that. Okay. Oh, the best You're one Danny was season
2: four. The best one was season four, though. You had the Hound versus uh, the Hound versus Brianna Tarth, beautiful fight. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tyrion finding Shay with Tywin and Tywin shitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I need not go on. Season four is the greatest of Game of Thrones seasons. With that said, it looks like we have another bastard bastard on the way. If you watched the uh, preview, I think that's a bastard. Somebody's bastard.
1: Wait, uh, Most... who? Oh, in the preview. In the preview. Yes,
2: in the preview. There's a bastard. Um, I don't know what to expect because I honestly don't know what they're going to do. White hair. Yeah, with white head, yeah, white hair. Yeah. But yeah, oh, I don't know. What gonna... Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: That must be Aegon's.
2: That must be Aegon's. Oh, maybe maybe yeah because it's i feel like damon like is too seen.
3: yeah i feel like amon is too calculating um i feel like rainira is not popping out another baby that she doesn't care for
2: well any kids from damon would be older than what that baby is so yeah i don't think i don't think it's damon's um uh, but uh I I, do you think people are gonna believe Allison what does she do with that information I mean he's on the milk of the poppy you know we saw Larry's we saw Larry we did I
1: mean it's her it's her word the queen over anyone else's
0: actually thank you for reminding me of that too because uh, something that Viserys said for Rayneese. Was as far as her being able to speak to Corollis's wishes, I imagine Allison may be able to use that um, as an example of how she can get some support around this. His last, his last dying wish was Aegon ascending the throne. Um, so it,
2: there's a it's lot. It's gonna that's... be ugly. It's gonna be
0: messy. Yeah, Dance of the gonna... dragons is is upon us.
2: Pretty the soon. dance of the dragon is upon us we have what is now prepping for prom night before the dance of the dragons <laughs> um the dates are set the dates of who's pairing with who is set not episode nine will be the putting on the corsage and mm-hmm. then we're off we're off to the dance so quite excited quite excited um episode eight <laughs> The, the king of the tides. Who would have thought? Great episode. Any final thoughts?
1: Another stellar episode of Game of Thrones. Pick up the pace for the finale. I guess the penultimate episode, because that'll be the best one, supposedly.
2: Should be. Should be. We'll see. We're, in, we're ready, people. We're ready. Um, before we go, we pour one out for Veyman as well. The only one who wanted to speak the truth and had the balls to do so. But did not have enough headspace to uh, walk away. So shout out to Vayman. But listen, folks, that's it from here from us at the Yonko table. Uh, thank you for listening to your various podcast stations. Be sure to follow us on our social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you follow us on TikTok. We got things popping on there. And of course, we new to Twitch. Dr. Jason Attorney got big things popping on Twitch. Check it out. And if you love to see our faces, check us out on YouTube. But without further ado, I'm your grandma. I'm I'm your I'm your host, Grandmaster Hoop. Your Yonko, Grand Was
1: that what you were gonna say?
2: Grandmaster Hoop. Uh fellow Yonko, Dr. Jace Attorney. And supernovas, Dr. Rika, and Nino Desposado. We're gonna pour one out for King Viserys the first as well. And we're gonna end it on three. We all gonna say our bastards, okay? And we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it right. Ready? One, two, three. Our bastard!